Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Young Mom Podcast Season 2. I'm so excited to just be sharing everything. Um, I feel like there's so much life that's happened to me and so much life that's happened to everybody, especially this past year. Um, And I can't wait to just dive in and share things that I've learned and things that some other moms that I've connected with have learned over this podcast. Um, And I hope you guys have as much fun listening to it as I've had making it for you. Okay, I'm so excited to be recording this episode because I'm going to be talking with one of my best friends, Chelsea Sinden. Um, And this is going to be hard for me because I literally like know all of this already, but I'm going to ask her questions so you guys can get to know her and um, how she started with self-development and like practicing gratitude for herself and with her kids. So Chelsea, can you just like tell us a little bit about yourself so everybody can get to know you better? Yeah. So my name is Chelsea. I am 25. Um, I'm from Hamilton, Ontario, and I am married to my high school sweetheart. Um, we've been together since we were 14. We have two little boys and then we have another baby on the way due in April. Um, And yeah, so I have a long history of uh, mental illness, and I found self-development when I was um, 17. So I have been prescribed so many medications. Um, I have bipolar disorder and severe anxiety, and I've actually been um, in therapy and seeing psychiatrists and psychologists and doctors since I was a child. Um, and so the reason I'm bringing that up is because I'm going to talk about like what I'm doing with my own kids, um, because of what I've learned from my childhood. So I am, um, a self-development junkie for this reason. So I was put on so many medications, uh, started off, started off with, ADHD medication as a kid and then growing up um, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder at 13 I was on a ton of different meds and then just one one day I was like I don't want to like be taking all these medications anymore like I feel like they're doing more harm than good and I brought it up to my doctor and she said you know no like I don't think that's a good idea um and I just didn't listen because I was sick of her not listening to me. So I just I just lied and said, okay, I'll keep taking them. Um, but I left her office that day and I just decided that I don't recommend anybody do this. He's listening. But um, this was just what I had to do because I wasn't being heard by my care provider. I should have found another care provider. But at 17, that just wasn't what I was thinking about. So I went to the nearest bookstore. And I spent hours there picking out books on bipolar disorder and just, like, anything that spoke to me. Um, They had workbooks and stuff like that that I picked up. And, yeah, I just dove into the self-development world, and it changed my entire life. So I went off all my medications, um, and I had to lie about that for a while because I had monthly appointments with my doctor, and she would say, you know, how are, how are, how are you doing? Like, how are your meds and whatever? And I just be like, Oh good. And then I'd leave. And then, um, I was in therapy. So I was in therapy literally my whole life. Like I was up, I was in therapy up until the day I turned 18. I had a youth counselor for, um, 
10 years. She was my youth counselor from age eight till 18. And I told her, you know, I went off my meds and she had a duty to report just because it was something so serious. So she ended up telling my doctor, well, she didn't even like, it wasn't even like, Hey, I have to do this. It was like, I'm, are you okay if I do this? And I was like, yeah, like if some, if an adult is going to have a conversation with another adult about how I'm not being heard, then absolutely. So she called the doctor and I signed like the form or whatever so that she had consent to talk to her. And, uh, she actually ended up telling my doctor that I hadn't been on my medications for a few months and I had been like doing well and that I just didn't feel comfortable telling her that because I was like, I felt pressured to take the medications or whatever. So anyways, ended up the doctor found out and, um, yeah, I did well ever since then. So I've been off medications and then, um, yeah, it's just become my passion to help others with their mindset. Um, obviously I'm not like a professional or a doctor or anything. I'm just using my personal experience, but when it comes to like, you don't, it doesn't even matter if you're on medication or not, but you can use, um, you can use like your mind and you can use self-development to your advantage in whatever you're struggling with. So yeah, I'm just about to launch my own coaching business and, um, I'm super excited about it. I've been working on it for a really, really long time. Um, a couple of things I'm going to talk about in, in this podcast will be like journaling and manifesting and gratitude and stuff like that these are all things that I'm just like obsessed with and I love to share so I'm launching my business I just got my business license and everything for it so I'm launching abundantly blessed soul school and that's going to be so exciting we're going to have journaling courses I'm going to have one-on-one coaching um and yeah I'm just excited to help more people and show more people how powerful their mind is Yeah. And like, just to add to that. So the only reason I started doing self-development is because Chelsea actually introduced me to it. So the reason that we met is because I had joined a network marketing company and I didn't join her. I joined a girl that was on her team and, um, I started doing like really well. So she reached out to me and she was like, I like, she's like, we need to connect because she's like, I keep seeing you like signing customers. And she's like, I don't know who you, who you are. And like, I need to know you. So I was like, Oh my God. And I felt like, I was like, this is so cool. And so that's how we met. And when she, I like started, I went through like a phase where I was like stuck in my business and I was like stuck where I was at. And I really wanted to get to the next level. And she was like, are you doing self-development? I was like, am I doing what? And she was like, self-development. She's like, are you reading a book? Like, are you listening to YouTube videos? Because when I first started five years ago or almost six years ago, or no, five years ago, yeah. um, Like podcasts weren't like a huge thing. Do you remember that? Like everything was like YouTube training videos and like books. So um, I was like, no, like never. <laughs> so she recommended a book to me and it was Girl Boss. And do you remember that book? Girl Boss? Yeah. yeah. So you recommended I read Girl Boss. And so I actually asked for it for Christmas and I got it for Christmas. And that was the first like self self-development book I ever read. And at first, when I first started reading it, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this because I'd never read a book like that before. And nobody around me had ever like told me to do that before. So 
I finally like started reading it and I, it started out really slow. And then when I finally realized and kept hearing people saying like, oh, my life changed after I started doing self-development and I started like working on my mind and all these things, I decided to finish the book. And then I was like, oh my God. And then I was addicted. And now I have like probably 30 self-development books on my dresser in my room that I've either finished, want to read, or I'm like in the middle of reading because I have like five on the go right now. Because if I get like bored of one, I'll like keep going with another, like wherever my life is taking me, whatever, whichever one connects with me best, I'll just like pick that one up and keep reading it. Yeah. It's like, it's a healthy addiction. It really is. Once you start, you can't really stop. And, um, like honestly there's so many books I could recommend but it it was just like pointless I can't think of one off the top of my head that is better than any of them but once you start like once you just find one once you go to um the self-development section at your bookstore or on Amazon or wherever you buy your books from you'll find one that speaks to you and once you find one you'll find another after you read it it's just crazy. It's so addicting. And I don't even, I, I love reading. Um, reading has been something that helped me cope my whole, like my whole life with my anxiety. I've, I've had anxiety since I was young. Um, and then my bipolar disorder at 13, I've always loved reading, um, like books. And as a kid, I remember reading like, like kid novels in grade one. I loved reading and ever since I found self-development, I've I've, I've read maybe three or four, like just normal novels in the last six, seven years. Um, most of them have been self-development though. So yeah, I'm just absolutely obsessed and it's, it's, you can call it so many things. It's personal development, personal growth, self-development, self-improvement. Like there's, there's something for everybody, like whatever you're struggling with, like you could be struggling with confidence. You can be struggling with anxiety. You can be struggling with sleep. You can be struggling with anything and you'll find a book for it and it can help you. It can change your life. So. Yeah. And like, I don't know about you, but when you're not doing as much self-development as you usually do, do you feel like everything else in your life starts to like crumble? Cause I feel like when I'm, when I like stop reading for a while or like, I like stop listening to like self-development podcasts or stuff. I'm like, I notice I'm like not as patient. My like relationships in my life aren't as great. My business isn't doing as good or I'm like not performing as like the best mom I can be to my kids. And when I am, I feel like I'm just like so on top of things and I'm being like the best version of me that I can for like everyone in my life. Yeah. A hundred percent. Once you start, like I said, you can't really stop. It's just, it's so, it's like, you just gain a new perspective that you didn't have before and it's just something clicks. So, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like, I didn't want to recommend this book cause it's like, it, it's, it's just, it goes a different like direction. There's so many different, like I said, books and topics and, um, categories you can go to. And so I'm also a very spiritual person and I ended up uh, picking up the universe has your back and, uh, that's by Gabrielle Bernstein. And so I think, um, the book is upstairs cause I'm rereading it, but it is, I think it's transforming your fear, transform, transform your fear to faith or something like that. Um, is like her headline on the, on the, on the front of the book. And yeah, I just, I can't remember where it was recommended or where I found it or where it came from. I really just don't remember. Um, but I ended up 
listening to the audiobook actually. And yeah, it just changed my whole life. Like, and I had read so many self-development books prior to that, but this one just hit me real, really hard. And I do recommend it to everybody, but it's not for everybody. Um, like I said, if, if you're listening to this and you struggle with anxiety, you can find so many different books on anxiety. You can find so many different books on yeah. if you struggle with your self image or your confidence or whatever, you can find all of that. But that was one that really changed the direction of my life and really took me to where, where I'm at now with the gratitude and, you know, manifesting and, um, yeah, just who I, like who I am really and what my mission is and what my passion is. Um, but yeah, when I, when I, like when I stop working on myself and that, that can be, that can be in so many different ways. Um, like my husband, when he stops going to the gym, I notice difference in him. That's his self-development. His self-development is, is working out. And when, when the, when we had all the lockdowns this year, like I saw he, he changed completely. It was because he didn't have that anymore. And so that's the same for me is like, and my kids know, and this is where we can get into this, but, um, he knows and my kids know like I need my like time in the morning to journal and I need my time to like read and I'm going to be more patient and I'm going to be you know I'm going to be less irritable irritable um with my anxiety it presents my anxiety presents itself as irritability so loud repetitive noises just drive me insane you know this. yeah <laughs> there's so many um, times we're facetiming and she's like i she's like i she's like you just need to hold on i just need to tell the kids to stop repeating themselves because i'm gonna go insane i can't take it i don't know if anybody relates to that but like you're not alone there um loud like my husband likes to whistle and I feel so bad because I'm like can you stop like I can't take it I can't take the loud repetitive noise it just I'm really sensitive to it like I'm really sensitive to sound and like frequency like that so anyways it just um it makes me irritable and so my kids and him know like I have my time where like I decompress and like I do my journaling my meditation whatever I need to do that day whatever feels right that day um, and then I'll be the best mom and the best wife that I can be. And so same for him though, like his self-development doesn't look the same as mine. He's not into journaling. He's not into reading at all, but he likes to go to the gym and work out. Um, and so your self-development might look totally different than this, but you need to do something for yourself to fill your own cup because you can't pour into other people. In this case, like my husband, my kids, um, my team, um, even, even my friends, like if I'm not full myself. So, um, yeah. So anyways, I, I do my journaling every day. Uh, and also with, with the kids, um, I, I, I grew up in a doctor setting. Like I grew up, I had ADHD. I was, I was hyper, um, I was high energy and like, I don't really remember, I don't really remember like what it was like, like how I acted, but I remember the doctors and the medications and the teachers. And, um, I had one teacher who my parents actually like, so I'd be on medication because back then teachers could like make these recommendations. They can't anymore. But, um, my teacher, my grade three teacher, I believe, was like telling my parents that I was like acting up at school. And so they were like, oh, okay, well, we'll make sure she's taking her medication or whatever. 
and then so they they would report my agenda or whatever we've we've like she's been taking her medications whatever and then the doctor would or not the doctor sorry the teacher would write back in the agenda at the end of the day oh she had a great day and meanwhile the parent my parents weren't giving me my meds they were just like testing her to be like well why like we didn't even give her the meds this week she ended up getting in such big trouble but I remember things like that and it was like when you grow up like that like your your kids when you grow up like by the age of seven your self your subconscious mind is like um is forming and so before before I turned seven I was going to doctors and I was being I was listening to these conversations that were going on and um I have like my youngest son is exactly like me he's exactly like me in the sense like my parents say it now my parents spend a lot of time with my kids and um he reminds me of me so much just his personality the way he talks how determined he is um just everything about him and I get frustrated and I'm looking at him like oh my gosh like you are me I get frustrated with how he is but I would never and like not to like like slam my parents or anything they were just doing what they thought was best and what the doctors were saying and they didn't really know what to do and like there wasn't that many resources back then um like there is now and but I would just never put my own kid through what I went through because I had a rough childhood even though it wasn't um like abusive or like it wasn't intentional I didn't want I don't want that for my kids so um I'm really big on introducing positivity and mindset and gratitude for them because um yeah, gratitude is, is one of the biggest things when it comes to your mindset. If you can't be grateful for what you already have, or if you can't be grateful for how far you've already come, like, how can you expect to go further? How can you expect to attract more or want more? So, um, I make sure that the kids know, like every time we buy groceries, I'm like, this is where my business name comes from. And I don't, I don't really remember where it actually came from. I just remember, uh, journaling one day and writing about abundance and I remember saying like writing down or seeing an affirmation or seeing something and writing like I am abundantly blessed and I just kept writing it kept writing it kept writing it and then I'd say it and then I would say it like out loud in front of the boys and I would say it in front of Callum my husband and it just became like our like catchphrase. Like it just became like anytime something good happened, like I'd be like, we are abundantly blessed. And so it became like a little like cheer. So when I say we are, they scream abundantly blessed. And it's just like, it makes me so proud because it's like, we'll go get groceries and we come home. And I, I make a point of doing this for myself, but also for them. But like, also for me, like I'm looking at, you know, our home, which I, I love our home. So many people, so many people wonder why I love this house that I live in so much. And I can't answer it. The question, I just love it so much. I just like, don't know. It's so cozy. I never want to leave it. And I come into the house and I'm like putting the groceries on the counter and I'm like, I really like make it a point. I make a point and I've made it a habit to feel grateful because I know that I'm blessed like I not everybody can go to the grocery store and pick out whatever they want and bring it home and I don't want the kids to ever think that that's like 
everybody, you know, I don't want them to think yeah. like everybody has this. Um, like so like, the other night, oh no, go ahead. I'm going to ask you something yeah, after um, though. The other night Gavin like picked up a banana or something and then he didn't want it and threw it out. And I like, I didn't freak out, but I was like, Gavin, like he doesn't understand. He's going to be six in February. So he doesn't fully understand. He kind of understands because I've been talking to him about it a lot with Christmas coming up, you know, he's asking for all these things. And I'm like, listen, like there's a lot of kids out there who don't have anything. They know they're not going to have Christmas this year. This has been a really hard year, obviously. It's been a hard year for a lot of people and, and Christmas isn't going to be the same for a lot of people, but I've been talking with that, walk, talking with them about that. And anyways, he threw out a banana and like a full banana. And I was like, well, first of all, I would have eaten that if you didn't throw it out. And two, like Gavin, there are kids out there who don't have food. Like you can't be throwing out food just because you feel like it. And so, but back to like showing them, like, it's, it's my job to, like, I, I mean, I could have just been like, oh, okay, you threw a banana out. But I look at that as, like, an opportunity to be like, listen, you just threw out food. And we need to be grateful for that food. And we need to, like, it's just something that I've, I've developed. Like, it's just something that I don't even, <laughs> it's like my life revolves around being grateful and gratitude now. It's just a habit. Once you start getting into this and once you start um once you start practicing gratitude it just becomes like an everyday thing like every everything so anytime like even um like when we go to when we go out like driving and we fill up our gas tank like before it was just like oh I have to go get gas or oh, I have to go get gas or I have to fill up my gas tank you know it's like annoying but then once you start living from a place of gratitude instead of like at like a place of I get to, not I have to, it's like you're just grateful for everything. And it's just such a nice place mentally to be in. So um, there's so many different things that I could go on about, like with when it comes to this. And gratitude for me really came from the secret. So um, and that's on Netflix. So literally yeah. anybody can watch that. Mm-hmm. So I was actually introduced to that book at 15, but at 15, you can't like really grasp, you can't really grasp what the secret talks about at age 15. Like I definitely couldn't, like I, I understood it, but like not the way I do now. Um, so I was introduced to the book at 15 and then I was introduced to, introduced to it again um, and read it again after I had dove into self-development. So, um, yeah, I read it again. And then probably two and a half years ago, I think it, it, I finally found out it was on Netflix and I watched the documentary and it was just over for me at that point. Like I, I watched that every single day. I, I recommend that to everybody as well. Definitely any, that's, that's a documentary or a book that would be good for anybody. It doesn't matter what you're, religion or your views are um everybody can benefit from this and so this book and documentary um all goes around like goes based off the law of attraction and so I use that to my advantage and that's like what my journaling course and my coaching business and everything is going to be about is like manifesting and attracting and 
gratitude and gratitude is a huge part of that and so again being grateful for what you already have you can't expect more in your life if you're not already grateful for what you have so it's one of the biggest things and I make sure that my kids um my kids know that and then I have them every day I have them say to me like like I'll ask them what are you grateful for and Gavin will be like you know my toys he said um, the other day for the first time, he was like, my mommy and daddy and Travis, <laughs> his brother. And it was just so cute. And it's so cute to hear them say new things every day. And just like, obviously, they didn't ex- they didn't understand it right off, like right the first time that I explained it to them or said it to them. But now they know what it means. Um, and sometimes he'll even say it without, like without me asking. He'll just say, I'm grateful for my toys or whatever. And I just love that. And then affirmations. So honestly, I don't really have any like set affirmations. I just think, I just think about them. And, and before bed, I try and do this with them before bed um, or throughout the day, whenever it just comes up, like if we're sitting in the car or something, I'll say like, repeat after me, like I am smart. I am brave. Like just things I want to instill in them, like whatever comes to my mind. I don't really like follow a list or anything, but there are tons on Pinterest. If you want to start doing this with your kids, Um, if anybody wants to start doing this with their kids either, but like, yeah, I just, uh, whatever comes to mind, like I am smart, I am brave. Um, I am grateful. I am loved and all those things. Like I want them to, I want that to be their voice, you know, not like I'm stupid or like the things that I thought as a kid, because I was always being, I was always feeling like there was something wrong with me because I was always being seen by doctors and teachers were always talking to my parents about my behavior and things like that. So I just like learned from my childhood and now know exactly what I don't want for my kids. So I'm just doing the exact opposite. And like I said at the beginning, like my parents didn't know better and we didn't have these types of resources or people talking about these things. We didn't have, I think another big thing is like social media, like and podcasts, like you said, like we didn't have this a couple of years ago and somebody's going to listen to this and learn from this and be like, wow, I never thought of it that way. And they're going to start implementing it and then they're going to pass it on to somebody else. And like, that's, that's how that works. Yeah. And we didn't have that when I was a kid. And I just like, you can like, you can go the same way. We've said this to each other so many times, but you can, I could use my childhood as an excuse to like, be like, Oh yeah. Like we're going to go to the doctor. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like you are off the walls. We're going to the doctor. Or I could say, no, I don't want that for you. And I'm going to find something else. Um, Cause I don't want you to grow up the way that I did. And it's like, I can't remember. It's like the twins with the alcoholic father or whatever. One becomes an alcoholic and one does the opposite because he doesn't want to be that. That's what I like. That's what I decided I wanted for my kids. Like, I don't want them to feel the way I felt. So that's why affirmations and gratitude and all those types of things are so important to me um, to install in them. So yeah, this is all over the place, but (laughs) no, you kind of answered like my question partly, but I was just going to say for like somebody who's like never done this before for themselves or with their kids. And if they're confused on like where to start, where would you tell them to like start for themselves? And then where would you tell them to start like with their kids? Like if they want to start doing like affirmations and like practicing gratitude with their kids, like what, what did you first do with the boys? 
So this year, um, because of everything going on, we decided to homeschool. And um, yeah, I was just looking for resources on homeschooling. Like I had always wanted to homeschool, but I just didn't feel qualified. And this year we were forced into it. So uh, I would get on Pinterest beginning of this year, like they got cut up. I don't know what it was like in other places for, for everyone listening, but in Ontario, like our schools were closed and they, they were just like, they went to school one day and then the next day schools were closed. So we, us as parents who didn't have like arrangements or anything, we're just like, wait, what's going on? So I'm just like looking up Pinterest at, at now we kind of have our, we have our stuff together so we know what we're doing and we have like an actual education plan and stuff like that but when we're we're just trying to wing it I'm like okay let's get on Pinterest so I'm looking at like things for kids and a lot of like growth mindset stuff came up for kids and that's how I kind of got into like the affirmations and gratitude with them like they're they were young like they're young they're only four and five and um obviously earlier this year they were they were even younger so trying to explain it to them it just took it just took time and it just took like repetitive um like being repetitive with them about it but yeah I just found a bunch of affirmations on Pinterest and started repeating them I had used affirmations for a long time before but it was just the simple ones like I am loved and I am smart and just trying to do that before bed and give that to them before they go to bed Um, so that that's, you know, what they think about while they go to, while they're sleeping, um, is, was one of the things that was really important to me. And then now it's just like, I'll go on Pinterest and just look up growth mindset kids. Um, there's cute little activities. I love, I love some of the stuff on there. So yeah, I would just, if for any parents who are wanting to start doing stuff like this with their kids, I would recommend Pinterest. And then for yourself, um, because like, kid there's the kids and then for yourself if you're wanting to you know get into this world of self-development it would be find what's best for you there's so many different things um I absolutely love uh podcasts and one of the my favorite ones um that you can watch on YouTube or you can listen to is Ed Milet um I love him because he interviews different people all the time for different issues so like I've said several times if you struggle with anxiety if you struggle with confidence if you struggle with productivity or time management or whatever um self-belief whatever it is you can find that topic on his podcast and then another podcast I really love is impact theory so those are on YouTube and they're also on the podcast app so you can you can watch it or you can listen to it um I like both and you can start there. You can start with books. It's really going to depend on what's best for you and how you learn best and what you like. Because like I said, my husband does not like reading, but he'll listen to a podcast. Um, so if, but some people don't want to listen to a podcast and they would rather read a book. So whatever is best for you, but you can find so many different podcast books. If you don't have a lot of time to read, like that's my struggle is like, I do have the time, but I also have anxiety. So when I sit down and want to read a book, I'm thinking, I'm not really reading. I'm thinking of all the things I could be doing. So my favorite, my favorite thing to do is listen to audiobooks. So I use the Audible app. It's, uh, it's awesome. You should check it out. It's a membership, but it's really, really great. And so I love audiobooks because I can listen to them while I'm driving. I can listen to them while I'm cleaning, cooking, 
while the kids are at the park, I can put my, my AirPods in and watch them and listen. And so that's like, because when I sit down to read a book, I can't be thinking about anything else. I can't be thinking about the cleaning I need to be doing or the kids need to go to the park because they're understimulated or whatever. Um, so audiobooks are what works best for me, but you guys can find what works best for you. So find a topic that you're interested in, um, or something I really love for general. Like if I was going to recommend one self-development book to somebody for just like general life, business, everything, I really like the compound effect. Um, yeah, that one's really good. A, yeah. It's a really, really good one. It's good for business and it's good for just life. Um, I would recommend that one as for sure. And I love the universe has your back. If you're on a more spiritual side, believe in the universe, you know, it can be whatever you want, actually. Like she does reference, you know, God, the universe, whatever you choose to believe in, you just replace the wording with what you believe. Um, so I recommend those two for sure. And then as far as gratitude and journaling and stuff like that, journaling is, it takes time and and again utilize pinterest i mean i have a journaling course coming out soon and i'm super excited about it but where i started was pinterest literally i would just get on pinterest and look up journaling prompts um journaling prompts for anxiety journaling prompts for marriage journaling prompts for this that whatever you're struggling with whatever you need help with whatever you need guidance with you can find it um and then when it comes to gratitude i just recommend everybody sits down and write down 25 things you're grateful for. And it does not have to be big things. Like I, when I started, I wish I had my journaling, my journals from when I started. It's been about two years now that I've been journaling, um, at at least a year and a half consistently. But when I started, I was writing things like, I'm grateful for my ability to walk. Like I'm grateful for the food in my cupboards and my fridge. I'm grateful for my my furniture, I'm grateful for my bed. Like these are things we take for granted every single day. Like it's just there. We just have it. Like you can just go to your fridge and grab something. Like that's not the case for a lot of people. Um, a lot of people don't have comfy beds or like blankets or pillows or sheets. Like, so those things, those little things, like just writing them down, it's, it's really powerful once you start, because once you start, you can't really stop. Like there's just so much to be grateful for and I think it's really eye-opening and powerful when you start writing those little things down because then you realize how much there really is to be grateful for and when you come from a place of gratitude and when you're vibrating at that frequency um you attract more so yeah writing down 25 things you're grateful for would be like a great place to start when it comes to journaling if you want to journal out Um, one of the things that I do and one of the things I recommend to anybody who comes to me or who I work with on this is if you uh, are like me and you have, you know, struggle, you struggle with your mental health or you have anxiety or stuff like that. I love, uh, brain dumps. So literally I would recommend this before bed or anytime you're feeling anxious or overwhelmed, because even if you don't struggle with anxiety, we all get overwhelmed sometimes this year has been so overwhelming. So sitting down and just brain dumping so literally just everything that's on your mind you're writing it down like just like a mad woman like writing 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 um but i recommend you have a separate journal for that so you have a journal for your brain dump and you have your a journal for your gratitude and your manifesting and the things that you want to create in your life and brain dumps are like let me get this all off my mind let me get all this off my chest and i recommend brain dumps before bed um 
and I, I love doing gratitude in the morning, but it's also great to do before bed. So yeah, that's where I would start. Um, for anybody who, who asks, I'm like, I'll recommend these books. I'll recommend these podcasts and I'll recommend writing 25 things you're grateful for. So, um, once you start, you, it just snowballs from there. Once you start, once you start reading the books, it snowballs. Once you start listening to podcasts, it snowballs. And once you start writing, it snowballs. So. And for someone who's like all new to this, like, what would you say? Cause you've talked about like gratitude, self-development mindset and, um, like manifesting, what would you like? How would you ex- like dumb it down? Like the difference between them all, just so it's like simple and like you know what I mean? Yeah. So manifesting. I mean, the best way to describe manifesting is what you put out, you get back. So if you are putting out, you know, um, I can't really think of a. For some reason, I can't really think of like an explanation right now, but. If you're putting out, you know, like, I don't want to be late, okay? So you're driving to work, and you're like, I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. I'm going to be late. Oh, my God, I'm going to be late. I'm going to get in trouble. My boss is going to be pissed, like, all those things. You are putting that energy out. You're creating more of that. Um, another another really simple example is money. A lot of people stress about money. A lot of people are stressed out about money this year. Um, and you, you don't have to believe it, you know? Like, you try it, and you'll see. So, I mean, you do have to believe that. I shouldn't say you have to believe it. But when I say, when you're listening to me speak about this and you're like, yeah, right, I get it. It sounds like bullshit. It's like you can't just say something and then it comes true, but like it does. It sounds ridiculous. I know I'm aware of how crazy it sounds. Yeah, it's insane. And every time someone messages me and says, like, it, it makes my whole day. Whenever I get messages, and I've been getting a lot lately, it makes me so happy. Whenever I get messages like, wow, like, I used that affirmation you talk about, and I manifested this and this and this, and I'm like, I'm like, they're like, they're over the moon. They're like shocked. I'm like, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel bad because everybody gets the same response. I'm like, oh my God, mind blown. But like, literally, like, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's like. Um but what you put out, you get back. And so if you're stressed out about money and you're thinking about all your debt and you're thinking about all the bills you have to pay and you're thinking about how you have no money and you're thinking about how stressed you are and how, you know, it's never enough and you don't have enough and all these things. That's a lack mindset. That's like, you're attracting more of that. You're attracting more debt. You're attracting more bills. Your tire is going to blow. You're going to need a new tire. Your car is going to break down. Um, something's going to come up, like, you're going to have to take your dog to the vet, like, all these things are going to happen, because you're attracting more, and I know it sounds crazy, but what you put out is what you receive, and so you're coming from a a place of lack, you're attracting more, and when you come from a place of abundance, like, I'm always taken care of, my bills are always paid, money is flowing to me, I mean, I am, my favorite, favorite, favorite affirmation, I started using this, this year, love this one, at the beginning of this year, (laughs) or maybe it was the end of last year, I can't, I can't remember when I started using this, but it changed my entire life, and it's my favorite thing ever, every dollar I spend comes back to me multiplied, so I say that when I'm sliding my debit card, when I make an online purchase, when I pay a bill, Anytime money is leaving my hand or my bank account, I'm saying it in my head or out loud. Um, every dollar I spend comes back to me multiplied, and it always does. And so I, that's what I've been sharing on my social media. And everybody's been messaging me being like, I started using this, and 
like I've been getting some crazy messages, like people telling me they've manifested like $10,000. Like, wow, I got a $10,000 severance that I wasn't expecting. I got this, I got that. We, we got back paid on taxes. I've had, a, I've had so many people message me and be like, Hey, I started using your affirmation and the CRA sent me, um, sent me a letter or called me or whatever and told me that they overpaid or I overpaid on taxes and they're sending me a check for X amount. I've had like four or five messages in the last three weeks about that. And I just think it's so wild because people don't believe this. Like people can't even like wrap their head around it. So you just have to like practice it for yourself. Yeah. Like every dollar I spend comes back to me multiplied. Give it a shot and see what happens. Um, Be patient. Believe it's coming and just watch it. Um, but yeah, like simple, simple things like that. Like you, you say something like that, or like you let, you let life like flow instead of stress. You come from a place of abundance. You're attracting more of that. So you're attracting more money. Um, you're attracting, you know, before I was saying like, I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. This is something that they talk about in the secret on the, on the documentary. So, um, you guys will see this if you do watch it, but like, I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. Well, if you're thinking, you know what, like it is what it is. Like, you know, I'm going to get there on time or whatever. And then you hit every, you hit every green light. Like, it's like literally the same thing. So that's the, just the simplicity of like the simple version of manifesting. manifesting. Um, but for like journaling and self-development, it's really just like it, at the end of the day, it's like, it's up to you. Like yeah. we all have different perceptions. I can tell you guys, I can tell you guys my perception all day and we are always going to look at things differently. Every single person in this world is going to look at something differently. Like they're going to notice something different. They're going to think something different about it. We're all going to think different things. And, but you just know, like whatever you're putting out is what you receive. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like, that's as simple as I can put it really. I mean, if you watch the documentary on The Secret, you'll learn a lot about manifesting and the law of attraction and how to um, create, like, how to create your own reality, really. And then when it comes to journaling, like, just start somewhere. Just start by writing out, like I said, the brain dump. Get things off your mind. That might help you. Yeah. Or start with the 25 things you're grateful for. If you want to start living in a place of gratitude and living from, like, Like you want to be, you want to feel, um, you want to feel grateful instead of like, you don't have enough. Just start by writing 25 things and then 25 things will soon become 50 things. And then 50 things will soon become a hundred things. And then next thing you know, you're like me and every step you take, you're grateful for Like, it's just, I can't explain it to anybody. And, and I also, also have really bad days. I had a bad day the other day where I'm laying in bed and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, like, like I didn't feel well. I'm uncomfortable. Um, the kids were like upset. They wanted to go out. I, I'm supposed to be on bed rest soon, um, just because I have like a higher risk pregnancy. And you know, I'm like, I can't. Like I can't. Like I can't take you guys to the park. Like I'm so uncomfortable. And I just need to like make sure that I'm comfortable and not stressed out because I want to make it to term with this baby. And so I'm laying there like thinking like, ah thinking things I don't want to think like I'm feeling like why can't I just like like feel good like why aren't I just feeling like 
as good as I did yesterday, stuff like that. And I could sit there all day and cry more, or I could, uh, or I could make the decision to turn it around. So I picked up my journal, I wrote it out and I still couldn't do the things I wanted to do, but I reminded myself of like, like you're not actually, I have my journal in front of me. I could probably pull it all up, but it was something like, um, yeah, I have it here. So like one of the things was, uh, like I don't have enough time in a day to get my stuff done. So I wrote that down. I'm like, I don't have enough time. And then I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting there writing it out and I'm like, no, like I do have the time. I just have to make it a priority. I have to manage my time. Well, I have to find the time. Um, because I'm thinking like, I have so much to do, but like my kids need my attention. This needs my attention. I also need to make sure like, I'm not like in too much pain. Like I'm just stressed out at every little pain at this point, but I wrote it out and then I felt so much better after. And so why would I sit there and cry and attract more shitty feelings when I can turn it around and feel grateful and good again? Like it's a choice at the end of the day. So anyways, it becomes a habit and it's so easy for me to say because I've been practicing this for so long, but we all start somewhere. I started wherever you are, whoever's listening and whoever wants to start this. Like I started exactly where you are. We all start exactly in exactly the same, well, maybe not exactly the same spot. We all have different life circumstances, but when it comes to getting started, we all start in the same spot. Like, okay, I need to pe- I need to pick up this pen. I need to put it to paper. I need to write shit down. Like yeah. we all start there. Or I need to go and sit and be focused on this documentary. Or I need to put my headphones on and I need to listen to this podcast and not be distracted. Those are choices that you make. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think for, like, the self-development, too, like, we talked a lot about, like, reading and, like, listening to podcasts and stuff. But, like, you had mentioned, like, Callum's self-development is, like, going to the gym. Like, somebody's self-development doesn't just have to be, like, reading or, like, watching a documentary or listening to something or going to the gym. Like, you could just go do something you've never done before. That's self-development. You're developing yourself and you're learning new things. It doesn't have to be like something in a book or like learning like that. Like you can just go like do an activity. Like if you've never gone on a hike before and you want to go on a hike, like drive out somewhere where there's a trail where you can go on a hike and do the hike. Like that's like growing yourself and doing new things and just like living your life to the fullest. Yeah, exactly. Just self-improvement. Like it's really just like self-improvement and uh, finding what works for you, what makes you feel good, what fills your cup, what takes you from a place of like stress to feeling relaxed or, um, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be different for every single person, but what I know for sure is like, you're never going to regret working on yourself. You're never going to regret. Yeah. You're never like, nobody's ever going to read a book and be like, wow, I really like regret reading that. Like it just, it just like a self-development book. Yeah. Like you know, you know by like two or three chapters if this book is for you or not. Yeah. But then you go pick up another one and it changes your entire life. Like you're never going to regret reading a book. You're never going to regret listening to a podcast. Um, you're just going to know by couple minutes or 10 minutes in that it's not for you and you're going to go find another one that's going to be great. Yeah. Um, it's like trial and like, error. Nobody can ever, like somebody, one of my friends just had a baby uh, and she was cleared to work out or whatever. 
and she put it on her story. It was like, should I work out or should I eat this whole bag of Reese cups and watch like her show or whatever? And I was like, I ain't never regretted a workout, sis. Like, you never regret a workout. Like, no. when you are like, oh, I don't want to work out. I don't feel it. I don't. I'm not feeling it. I would rather like eat and watch movies. But you go and work out anyways. You're never like, oh, I wish I didn't work out. Yeah, you it always just, feel good after and like refreshed. Happen. It just yeah. doesn't happen. So. And something else I wanted you to touch on is because like New Year's is coming and everybody's like setting goals for the year and whatever. Um, I just wanted you to talk about like dream boards. And then um, this is going back to like Tony Robbins. I love Tony Robbins. He's one of my favorite like people to listen to for self-development. Um, but just like when you're setting a goal, because so many people set a goal and they're like on December 31st, they're like, oh my God, 2021, I'm going to do this. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to start going to the gym. I'm going to get a membership. We can't really go to the gym right now. So home workouts because of COVID um, or whatever, like everybody, like those typical goals that people set, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to spend more time with my family. And then on the first, they're like, yeah, I got this. And then by the third of January, they're like, oh yeah. And they just fall back into their old ways. And they're like, yeah, maybe I'll try next year. So just like dream boards and then how to like make a plan to like stay on track with like your goals and stuff. Yeah. So the goals and like making a plan and stuff that all comes down to discipline really like it's, it's up to you again at the end of the day, it's up to you. Um, what works best for me is, um, like holding. So what hold, what holds me accountable is writing out. Um, so Something I wrote out, I, I don't have that journal in front of me either. That was from last year. But one of the things was like, I wrote down, what do I want? Okay. So like I wrote down what I wanted in my life. So if you, if you don't want to, I'm, I'm overwhelming. Like I wrote like tons of pages, but, um, if you just want to write like five things that you want in your life, write down five things that you want. And then after that, like, how do I get that thing? So if it's like, I want to lose 15 pounds, like, what do you have to do to do that? And then from there, it's like, where do I fit this into my schedule? And like, how am I going to hold myself accountable even more? Like, um, am I going to find somebody who's going to do this with me? Um, am I going to, so one of the things, like if for me, like, for example, I don't set myself up anymore for unrealistic expectations. So I know I'm not going to work out for an hour and a half. I just know that. So my husband goes to the gym for an hour and a half to two hours. So I have to stop going with him because I, I'm not going to work out for an hour and a half. Like it's just not going to happen. Um, I'm good with like a 30 to 45 minute workout and that's it. That's all I can really take. Um, I want to go do other stuff. Like I want to get my workout in, but then I also want to go like get work done or I want to go hang out with my kids or I want to go do something. Um, so I don't, I don't push myself. I, I know my limits and like, that's just something that comes over time as well. Like I just don't, I just don't set myself up for failure anymore. Like if I know I'm not going to do an hour and a half workout, I don't plan one. Yeah. I plan like what I know I'm going to do. Um, so there's that. I don't even know if that, that advice is helpful, but, um, setting like realistic yeah. goals. Yeah, like, it all comes down to discipline, yeah. and yeah, like, I'm not going to set myself up for something unrealistic, like, I, 
and baby steps. Like, yeah, sure. Some, some of you listening are probably going to want to lose like 50 pounds. Right. But if you say to yourself, like, I want to lose 50 pounds, like, why don't you just start out with 10? And then once yeah. you go to 10, once you lose 10, it's another 10 and then another 10. Like, I don't know. Or I, make I a plan. Don't... So you're like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds by this date and then another 10 pounds by this date. So it's not so overwhelming and you don't feel like on January 1st, like, holy shit, I need to lose 50 pounds. How the hell am I going to do this? Yeah. Like, I mean, so perfect examples. Like, I am not the best eater. I love takeout and most takeout isn't good for you. Um, I don't like to cook. And so like, it's just, I, it's something I don't enjoy. Like I just don't enjoy it. My husband does. I don't. And, um, something that I've had to work on myself is like eating at home more. And, um, like I, I, I am trying to save money and I am trying to not spend as much as I do on eating out because it's a lot. And that's just something that I've wanted to change. And so I have to like, I have been aware of like when I, when I want takeout or when I want to go get something to eat instead of eat at home, I just like ask myself, like, is it going to be, is it worth it? Is it like, is loading the kids up in the car and going out to get like, just talking to myself pretty much and being like, one of the things I actually just wrote this down that and this is like extremely relevant is when you set a goal and you're going to go against it, ask yourself, sorry, I'm just trying to find this. Ask yourself, does this support the life I'm trying to create? I literally just wrote this down earlier, like that's so funny ago or two hours. Like if I want to lose weight or if I want to eat more at home, if I want to save more money and I'm like thinking, Oh God, I want to go to this restaurant so bad. And I say to myself, does this support the life I'm trying to create? The answer is no. So I'm probably not going to it. It really just does come down to self-discipline, but that's something that like has helped me like thinking, thinking to myself, like, do I really want it or do I just like want it, you know? Yeah. So, and like writing things down on a piece of paper, like if you want a goal, it's more likely to become a reality if you write it down. Like it's like, it's like a proven fact. Yeah, 100%. I think Tony Robbins did say that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then, so for dream boards, okay, I love dream boards. We're doing a dream board night on Wednesday, and I'm super, super excited for it. Um, but dream boards are amazing. I've been making them for, it's going to be, this will be my sixth year, I think. Um, and yeah, I just absolutely love dream boards. They So visualization is a huge thing a huge part of uh, manifesting so we don't really talk too much about manifesting but like what you want to create in your life um, and what you want to bring about so manifest like it's so much more powerful when you visualize and like I said watch the secret and you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about they explain it way better than I do I just I know it so it's like I don't really need to explain it because I know what works for me but when I'm trying to explain it to somebody else, like visualization is so powerful. So if you want something, you, you want to visualize it. And I've manifested so much in my life. I mean, I could go on and on all night. We'd be here forever. This is going to be such a long podcast, but (laughs) I've manifested so much, pretty much everything I've put on my dream board. Yeah. Manifested. And if I haven't, it's because, uh, there's some, there's a limiting belief behind it or something holding back. 
back. So yeah. for example, the one thing on my dream board that I'm looking at that I have not um, reached yet is we haven't bought our home. We haven't bought uh, our dream home or, or forever or at least long-term home yet. And that's been on my dream board for the last five years. But like the thing is, and I mentioned this at the beginning of this is like, I love my house so much. We rent our house. I, so many things have, have broke and I just call my landlord up and he comes and fixes it. And then that's it. Um, like home ownership isn't for everybody. And like at this point in my life, yeah, I would love to have like our dream home. I would love to like build a home. I would love to do this and that, but like, it's not like a, it's not like something that I'm like, I need it so bad. I'm just so comfortable in my home. Like I love it so much. We are starting to outgrow this house though. So I am starting to think more and more about like moving and, and actually buying a home. But that was something that was like something that was holding me back from buying that house is like, I don't why like, I don't want to like, I love this house. Yeah. So the things that that's just like one example, but everything else, like everything that I've ever set my mind to, I've, I've, I've received, I've gotten. So for somebody like just getting started and who wants to make their first dream board for like 2021, um, how do you, how would you like recommend making one? Yeah. So I would just, um, like I'm looking at my dream board now and I'm just looking at things like, what do you want? Like, again, it goes back to like that list. What do you want? So you want more money? Um, how much money get specific? Like you want, you want 10 K in the bank or what do you want? Um, just print, like put it up, find, you can use magazines. You can go on Pinterest and print off like pictures, you can go on to like Microsoft Word and type in like 10K and then print that off and just paste it on a board, something that you're going to see every single day. Um, that's where the visualization comes in is like when you can see that every single day, it's just so powerful. Um, you want to go on vacation, like you want to go to Hawaii, print off pictures of Hawaii. You want to go to the mountains, print off pictures of mountains. You want to buy a home, like print off a picture of your dream home. I have like a home gym on there. I have a Peloton. Um, we had, we actually like had, I put my, like I wanted to, I wanted a third baby and I put that on my dream board. Um, and so that's there. Like I have like a Gucci bag on there that actually got crossed off. Like I have that bag now. So, um, yeah, honestly, like every single thing I put on my dream board has come to be except that house. And it's because I, it's not something that I really am actively working towards getting. So just the things that you're really wanting. It's if it's that dream body, like find it on Pinterest, print it off and put it on there. How many pounds you want to lose, write it on Microsoft word and then print it off and paste it on your dream board. Just something that you can look at every single day. When we were getting yeah. married, I had a dream board for our wedding. Like I had like a board of what, what I wanted my wedding to look like. And literally almost everything looked exactly like it. So visualiz- visualization, and making a dream board is very, very powerful in anything you're wanting to create. And I feel like nobody talks about this. And and unless you're in like, you're in a business or you go to like these events, like these Tony Robbins events and stuff like that, you don't hear about this often. So I hope that a lot of people do make a dream board, especially after year, this year that we've had. It's yeah. nice to dream big and like look towards something look forward to something yeah make 2021 a way better year than 2020 has been yeah um but yeah okay yeah thank you so much for taking the time and talking about everything and explaining everything 
better for me. I feel like I understand everything better now too. And I can't wait for your course to come out. And if you guys want to follow Chels, you guys can find her on Instagram. Her username's just C-H-E-L-S-S-I-N-D-N. And you guys can follow her um, to wait for her to launch her courses. Yeah, it's actually C-H-E-L-C. Oh my God, I messed it up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Okay, so it's C H E L C S I N D N. I'm so tired right now. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. But yeah, thanks so much for doing this with me. And yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, we just talk normal, anyways. I know. It's I know I didn't even I'm feel like we were to reach more people. I just want to reach more people. So yeah, anytime. Yeah. I didn't even feel like we were recording. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody for listening and I hope you guys learned something new. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and download the episode and leave a review. It really helps out a lot and it would mean the world to me, please. And hop on Instagram and follow the Young Mom Podcast and Melissa Legacy and send me a message on either account if you'd like to be a guest speaker. I really hope you guys all have a great rest of your week and I'll see you next time.